0: Welcome to the Actually Connecting Podcast, where emotions, consciousness, and connecting come first. Hello, hello, this is Dan Brew with another podcast episode of Actually Connecting, where emotions, consciousness, and connecting come first. I've got an exciting uh, guest to speak with us today, and her name is Julie Krotkin, and she is the holistic well being guide, and if that doesn 't get you excited well i don 't know what will because we are walking through a lot of things like the healing and anxiety depression, things that and uh, addiction these things that a lot of us face, whether we know it or not, we all have these habits and i 'm really excited to hear how she helps guide through those processes where we can connect the mind, the body, and the spirit the soul kind of like what we spoke about in an earlier podcast but using breath techniques to really integrate all of those together. And I think that is so, so valuable. And I'm really excited to hear what she has to say. Julie, thank you for being on the podcast.
1: And thank you, Dan. I really appreciate you having me here today and giving me the opportunity to share with your audience a little bit about my work and, and all the awesomeness of, of life as we are experiencing it in this moment.
0: I love it such an optimistic perspective. I think that is so (laughs) needed. So what is it that you do for work? What does that mean when you say work? (laughs) Work. I know it's funny, right? It's a funny word.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's, I really look at my work as being in service. Mm. Um, And I am in service as, as a guide. Um, You could call it coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, to put it in, you know, in other terms, but uh, I operate as, as a coach and a speaker and a trainer and work with um, mostly anxious young adults who are struggling to create amazing lives for themselves um, and also survivors of trauma. And mm-hmm. all of my work is done through my own model of holistic well-being, hence being the holistic well-being guide uh and i take people on a journey that utterly transforms them and their lives and their relationships in um in a relatively short period of time so that's kind wow. of it in a nutshell
0: yeah i love to use the word journey cuz it is a journey it's a day to day it's a minute by minute and the f- the more you love the journey the happier and more joyful i find things just to flow all over the place
1: right and life doesn't always throw joy at us <laughs> No. and the pleasant things. And so the question then becomes when you are in those challenging places, how do you come to the table and how do you support yourself and others when life isn't in this joy, most joyful moments, right?
0: Mm-hmm. It's so true. Okay. So let's, let's start before we jump really. Cause I would love to hear the process. I'm really sure. excited to hear what you do with individually and kind of how you tailor each one of these to each individual, because I know that's what healing is all about. Yes, an individual tailored process and really uh, using the intuition to be able to run that through. So, so before we jump into that, how did you become so passionate about this? What, what led you into this? You have a skill or you understand that you have a feeling within this? How did you jump into the process?
1: So um, I actually, my career path um, was really rocky at first, mm-hmm. and uh, I think what ultimately led me to choosing a clinical social work background and working as a psychotherapist early in my career was my own um, really severe downfall with substance abuse and um, struggling with anxiety. Wow. Um, at 18, I fell apart and wasn't functioning in life at all, mm-hmm. um, and, and that You know, that was my big kind of wake up call. Mm -hmm. Um, And ultimately, it did lead me into working, um, working inside the field of co-occurring mental illness and addictions. And what I found was that my clients were most supported in their recovery by a holistic approach. And there just was not, there weren't a lot of solid resources out there, like a There were lots of tools and lots of models and all of them were seemingly complex and heavy and loaded. And so I picked from parts and pieces of those to help support my clients through their process of recovery and nothing ever quite hit the mark. Um, And in 2012, I went through a complete hip reconstruction due to genetics and a skiing injury. And it was at that time that the model of holistic well-being downloaded in my head. I think it was the first big download <laughs> I ever had. You know,
0: I'm oh, laying exciting. on a PC table,
1: right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's something coming through me. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, and fast forward a little bit later, a year later, I was all ready to go to work with this thing and had started using it with clients, and I got pregnant. And, um, and it was when my son was born with two dislocated hips and I completely fell apart and was asking the universe for an answer for support. Mm -hmm. Um, the model of holistic well being that I had created about a year, two years prior, year and a half prior, um, was crumpled up on the corner in in the corner on a piece of paper. And I was like, wait, I can use that. And my son went from Uh, A prognosis of multiple surgeries, walking with a limp forever, um, never running and jumping and climbing like the other kids, to now he's five and a half and we have a little boy who can run and jump and climb and ski and ride a bike. Um, And the work that I did using the model of holistic well-being, is um, his miracle is a direct result of that. And so that is why I have decided to really bring this thing to the world and give everyone else the opportunity to experience it, use the tool to make their lives awesome too.
0: Mm -hmm. Julie, that's amazing. And I'm so grateful you talked about this download because that's a very unique, I'm going to say it's a unique thing to say. So there are people who understand what a download means and there are some who maybe have never experienced that and are connecting themselves to one where they can't experience that. Did that freak you out when you got and a download being, when I hear that it's information coming through at a very rapid rate that is almost instantaneously transitioned into you knowing and understanding it at a very fundamental level.
1: Do yes. you agree? Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. Yeah.
0: What I really find interesting is when these downloads come through in the past for myself, it was, Oh, the world is going to be, they, I get this because the world needs this. And that's why it came through me. And I'm that mediator between that. But I find that it's so interesting that you said it's crumpled in the corner and then you come back to it. That's exactly what happens. It's for If you received it, it's most often that you're the one who needs it the most. <laughs> right. You practice it so often that it just ends up being able to be taught.
1: Yes. And I know for a fact that my life would not be what it is right now if I wasn't using this thing. every day. Um, and I've I've seen my I've seen clients come through my program and go from complete anxiety and shutdown and and loneliness and depression and dysfunction to participating and not just participating in community but building community. Mm. Um, And and coming forward in their relationships with uh, honest, empowered communication and, and creating that space for the people around them too. Uh, so the, the portal of this model is, uh, it's a powerful one. If people choose to take that ride,
0: will you jump into the portal and what that looks like? Sure. Perfect. Sure thing.
1: Um I mean in the in the general sense uh the model is actually quite pretty and it's uh, you can see it on my website we'll talk mm-hmm. about that later but okay. it includes seven layers um of holistic well-being um body mind heart spirit is that internal world and then the external world is made up community and purpose. And then I also include environment in that, and that's like speaking to the internal environment, mm-hmm. like your home and your car and your office, versus the external environment, like the world economy and the state of politics and all that sort of thing.
0: A great breakdown.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you. And ultimately, um, all of this arises in in your own hands, and the symbol in the model, and uh, the visual of the model is, is this pair of hands, and from the hands is rising a tree. And that's your well-being. And that, mm-hmm. that is what you get to create from this really powerful root ball, if you will, of all of these seven layers of our human experience.
0: What is your website so everyone can follow along as we're going sure through thing. this as well? Um,
1: the website is, uh, you'll like this, given yeah. what we just said. It's um, evolvejourney.com. And if you go to EvolveJourney.com forward slash freebies, there's actually a downloadable copy of the model itself. Perfect. Right and y'all can grab it there.
0: Perfect. Sure. Thing. Okay. And what a great name. I really do. I do love that name.
1: Thank you. And it's funny because the, the business was originally called Evolve from Injury. So I was mm. really focused on people who were struggling with orthopedic issues that had taken them out of sports and dance and activity because that's was where I was and what I Mm -hmm. found when I brought the model to the community was that it's application was so widespread Mm -hmm. um, and and could be taken in so many different directions Mm -hmm. so hence hence the business evolved to evolve journey (laughs) yeah yeah
0: and I feel like when you're running a business it's so it's so typical because it's the natural progression of where our minds feel like going is the how first this is how I do everything. This is what I do instead of the why being yeah. that center. And I think Evolved Journey really captures all, all three of those.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: I yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, it just it shows a, an, an advanced level of thinking about the stuff that you're putting into play for the healing that it brings.
1: Exactly, exactly. I mean, this isn't about, this isn't a, you know, a one-stop thing you know, it's, it's a lifetime of tools and skills that people get Mm -hmm. to take along with them. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. It makes sense. Do people when, so I have anxiety and depression. It's something that Mm -hmm. I've experienced. I've worked really pretty intensely to ensure that I'm always living my life in joy and love. Uh That's been the past six months of transition through that, but there's still those times and those days where I, I know myself and a lot of the listeners I have as well, we'll experience those days where it's just rough. So is this, when someone works with you, is there a process where they can immediately go back to almost a curriculum or is it, I call you up and now we chat about it and you kind of one-on-one help me through that process. How does that work for you?
1: So are you speaking in general or are you speaking like if someone's working with me one-on-one?
0: To myself right now. So let's say you and I are working together. Okay. And I'm having a really rough time, and I've, I'm experiencing depression, I'm experiencing anxiety, and because of those two, I'm coping with addictions. Yes. Okay. What, whatever that addiction might be, coping right. with addictions.
1: Okay, Got it. Um, so if we were working together, first of all, you mm-hmm. would have access to all kinds of you know training materials, videos, um, worksheets, etc. and so a lot of the the educational pieces of the tools and techniques for say, breathing when you are in a panic or deeply connecting with, um, you know, just with with the muscles in your feet, for instance. Um, all of those kinds of technical things are inside the training itself. And as my client, as, as a one-on-one client, if you were in a breakdown, you have access to me via the Voxer app. I don't know if you're familiar with the Boxer yeah. app. Yeah, um, It's awesome. And, um, and that's a 24-7 access. And so if you were broken down, you could just click and buzz me and say, hey, this is what's going on. And we can go back and forth as much as we need to until you find, you find your answer for pulling yourself up and out of whatever that situation is.
0: Cool. Really cool. Mm-hmm. It's really helpful to have both sides of that kind of moving through.
1: Yes, yes. I mean, you know, the, the education piece is awesome,
0: Yeah.
1: And, and, and it's done, you know, it's kind of a self-study process, and then the, the six sessions that go inside the program itself, you know, during that time, we get to go over the things that you were learning inside those self-study trainings, um, and look at what's going on in your life, and do the, the tough work, the work that all of us are You know, edgy to do and want to do and don't really (laughs) want to do, and know that it's going to evolve us if we do the work.
0: (laughs) The forever lingering yard work. I'm going to get to it eventually.
1: Right, right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I totally understand. That is really, really cool. Um, When you, we talked about this a little bit, but I really appreciated your answer. When, as you go through this, you have to be able to connect with people, and it sounds like you've got a lot, everyone connects differently. through auditory visual tactile however you choose to learn how do you help others connect with you how do you connect with others
1: such a good question
0: um (laughs) I've thought about that one for a long time.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, yeah, there's, there's, there's obvious, I mean, yes, right now you and I are connected because we're having a conversation. Mm -hmm. I'm listening, you're listening, we're each responding. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so I certainly talk to people, I Zoom with people, I have coffee with people and, Mm -hmm. you know, go to parties or classes or Mm -hmm. all of the on the ground things that we do every day are certainly present. And for me when i really allow myself to connect deeply with another human it is a much more of it's an energetic and intuitive experience um Mm -hmm. and again it sits in that that realm of the download that can be a very foreign experience to a lot of people um Mm -hmm. and for me it's it's something i've lived in for a long time um simply because of my training and my background, and I just have this empathic nature anyway mm-hmm. um and so I feel into people and get their energy and and when listening to someone it's not it's not always just the words that are coming through mm-hmm. um, there's always a, a message and and something greater to be gained beyond. Mm-hmm. the linguistics of the
0: conversation. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Absolutely makes sense.
1: Okay.
0: As it, I myself would consider myself an empath, it sounds like you have an empathic ability as well. Yes. Do you feel like that ability right there is an empathic ability or do you feel like everyone has that ability to connect? So really, it's a pretty far out there question, but I, I'm very curious. I
1: don't that. think that humans have to be empaths in order to connect with others at all perfect i do not believe that is true i agree Uh, in fact i as as an empathic person there has been times where my my empathy has has put me in in somewhat dangerous situations yeah um because other people's dark energies and yuckiness yeah. that they carry around can penetrate your soul until unless yeah. you've learned how to protect yourself in a sense right yeah um and so so i don't think that i don't think that that being empathic or not is determinate for a connection right. um i think Connection with other humans requires knowing what your values are and what's important to you, mm. and knowing the things that you can participate in that light you up and get you passionate and get you going. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, a big piece of connecting to others is being connected to yourself.
0: Boom.
1: And if you but- can't turn inwards and just simply be with, you be with mm. yourself uh it's going to be real hard to come to the table authentically with other humans
0: oh yeah and authenticity i'm really excited because the the movement that i feel is authenticity yes. heading toward self-love yes and living the passion i think everything that you just said values and beliefs passion self-love i'm so excited because i think all of this mo- I'm going to say momentum is pushing us that direction. Yes. That's very exciting.
1: Yes, um, it is. And and for me, and I've gotten really clear in the last couple of years um, mm-hmm. what really is my driving value in life is generosity. Oh. And and this work that I'm offering to the world, my ultimate goal is to create a more generous, kind, and loving world. Um that that really is the whole point. And you know, for someone else those values are different. Mm-hmm. And and we each I mean if we join with our highest and best values, then imagine what we can all create.
0: Right. We see what happens when everyone fights and argues. Let's see what happens when we get alone.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> with uh, I'm So I'm glad we walked through all that, the boundaries. When you say you walk into dangerous situations, I feel that. And I think a lot of people feel that and they go to these environments where they're not treated the way they might even know that they deserve to be treated. Because I think knowing that you deserve self-love, even when your mind is speaking such negative things at times, is so critical. And I found personally that boundaries are a huge starting place for those dangerous situations, knowing yeah. your boundaries. Have you, do you have a way that helps people discover that their boundaries,
1: discover their boundaries, discover
0: boundaries. And No, I guess that's the wrong way to understand their boundaries and then how to execute or put them into real practice using their intuition.
1: You know, I, I, I really self-awareness around, around anything. And in this case, boundaries, since that's mm-hmm. the conversation, um, to me always starts with the body Mm. and your body will speak to you when something is amazing or when something is not safe. Right. Um, And and sometimes very loudly. I mean, if you're being chased by a tiger, your body is going to respond. (laughs) right? (laughs) And that being said, if you have a history of trauma, Sometimes your response to a current day situation is is actually a historical response in a present day moment, right? Um, And so we have to learn to regulate our bodies before we can use the, if we have a history of trauma, we have to regulate all that stuff and get it all calmed down before we can use our bodies to intuit when we are safe and when we are not. Mm. And... On the the next level of how-to, I use visualization all the time in my practice with myself, with my clients, with my family, et cetera, to be part of my
0: world. I think that's amazing. Will you explain visualization for anyone who doesn't, has maybe never heard that before?
1: Yes. So, um, I mean, visualization can come in a bunch of different forms. And in in a simple form, um, it's just picturing something in your mind. So let's say I, here's an easy example, if I, you know, really want to wear a bikini next summer, for instance, um, I can start seeing myself in that, in the shape that I want to be in, in that bikini, on the beach, six months in advance. And if I dedicate my energy to visualizing that over time, it helps my brain start to align itself with that goal, which then we start to take action and ultimately realize the goal. And to me, if you can't visualize it in your mind, you can't achieve it. Mm. And so in the case of boundaries, I always encourage clients to pick some pick some kind of visual, physical boundary that they can wrap themselves in that feels safe and comfortable and yet not a concrete wall so that there's no interaction with the outside world. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So I've heard people say, I'm like standing inside of one of those old school shower curtain things that's round and I can just wrap my curtain around myself when I need to and I can open it when I when mm-hmm. when it's all good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um some people like bubbles or mm-hmm. baskets, you know, mm-hmm. it just depends what what fits for you. Mm-hmm. Um but put a visual in your place. If something's feeling uncomfortable and you know you're standing you're standing there feeling raw and vulnerable at a time when you sense that your empowerment is right there at the surface, like right underneath the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, throw up your visual bubble or whatever it is, and then allow yourself to be you inside of that bubble, so to speak.
0: Mm, That's very helpful. I've been trying a practice recently. I'm curious to hear. It's called sweeps and zips. Okay. And it's where when I feel energy hitting me and it's almost attached, Uh maybe use the word leaching. Yeah. um, I sweep from the top of the spine down to the bottom of the spine with my hand. Okay. A few different times releasing that energy. And then mm-hmm. I zip up from the front belly button to chin. What I choose to understand moving into that situation.
1: Oh, super cool. And
0: it's been helpful to feel the energy kind of be s- literally swept off. Yes. And, I, but mine started with the bubble. I wasn't even able to do that until I had the bubble and the wrap exactly like what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it was so helpful to know that I'm safe. Even though there's nothing physically different, I've got something there. It's an invisible yeah. barrier.
1: It gives your, your lizard brain your subco- and your subconscious mind some sense of ease.
0: Hmm.
1: It's, it's almost a, it's a, it's a trick.
0: <laughs> it, it is a trick, and it's one that a works trick. really, really well. I'm grateful that people get to experience this and try this on their own.
1: Yeah, Absolutely.
0: Very, very good. So (laughs) we talk about connection, which, you know, it's all about emotions connecting consciousness. Yeah. You talked about this earlier. So I'm going to jump back just a little bit because I've been, it's been running through my head. And when I hear these things run, I feel like it's really important to ask, what does holistic mean to you? Everyone talks about that holistic, holistic, holistic. Yes. What does that mean?
1: This is a big part of my training. (laughs) Okay, cool. Perfect (laughs) Um, and and and, yeah, I mean how could it not be right? Yeah, Um, you know language creates a reality and so the Mm. model was not designed in a haphazard way at all and uh, the wording for it came after the download and the words were very specifically chosen and holistic tells us that we are working with something that cannot be separated into the parts and function uh, independently inside that part. My physical body cannot function without, for instance, my spirit self, my connection to source, mm. right? Mm-hmm. These things can't be separated. You can't take your brain out and put it on the table, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And, and have some kind of like interaction on, on your mental health without it showing up in all these other places in your world. So it really does simply speak to the fact that we are these whole creatures. We're a system and we're living inside of a system. And it can't be broken down.
0: Wow, I have never heard that spoken that way.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) That
0: is very cool. I appreciate it. It's very insightful.
1: Sure thing. So yeah, that's that's what holistic in this sense means.
0: Um, Okay.
1: And and it's powerful. You know, it really Mm -hmm. really is because we often we our, our our culture our society. You know, we're all running from this very intellectualized place. All this stuff happens in our cognition. And we forget that we've got all these other parts and pieces running and they're really significant to our existence. And yet we stay in our brains. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the work is pulling yourself out of the mind and into the body and the breath um, and the source.
0: Yeah. And I think you mentioning breath is so critical.
1: It is the key, right?
0: It is the key. Yeah, let's take a deep breath. That's exactly right. Deep breath in, <laughs>
1: out through the mouth.
0: That's really cool.
1: Yeah. Um, without the breath, what do we have? Right. Yeah.
0: It and is, it, and core it is grounding. the
1: connecting point, right? Mm hmm. It's a connecting point with our, our body and our mind and our spirit. It's all of the above. So
0: do you utilize different types of breath for different yes. types of situations?
1: Yes. Cool. Um, my, the, the training part of my program and the, uh, there's five modules in my training program. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this, the second module is all about this mind, body, breath connection and going from perhaps zero skill in doing any connecting to body, mind and breath to learning how to meditate with eyes open. So there's a whole range of things that happen in there. And there's four specific breathing techniques that I teach for four different scenarios.
0: Mm. I'm going to have to take this, this course here's (laughs) here's in my process. Uh, I'm really anxious. I experienced the depression, anxiety more so than the depression. The depression's when the anxiety gets too bad and I can't cope with it anymore.
1: Yep. Right? Totally relate. To
0: yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's for real. It's very real. What I discovered was my breaths were so shallow during the times I was anxious mm-hmm. and almost non-existent when I was depressed. Wow. It was just this really, and once I started the deep breathing exercise, just deep breathing, Then all of a sudden, I could think clearly. Mm -hmm. I could choose to go eat something that was healthy. I could choose to get up and do something. Starting with that breath, fresh water, I found were really important dual connectors. Totally. When I found myself, and here's the stage I'm at, because it's great that I can learn these deep breathing exercises. And it's What I found is in public, when I take one of those breaths, Mm -hmm. almost everyone goes, hey, are you okay? (laughs) 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 You're breathing.
1: Are you all right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my
0: goodness! What? What's happening? It's because you're changing everyone else's frequencies.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And they get physically impacted by what you're doing, and if they need to do something themselves to change something.
1: <sighs> yeah. Our holistic experience, right? Yeah. It is. It is. Well, and, you know, we're very buttoned up here, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we were, our, our country was founded on a lot of puritanical values and mm-hmm. um, and we're, the world is like breaking open and free from that stuff. And there's, people are being shocked and they're uncomfortable and they see someone who's deeply connected and um, there's discomfort there
0: mm-hmm. they don't
1: know what to do with it. So...
0: Why do you think the puritanical, meaning the like the religious and really moral structure mm-hmm. that we've grown up in, why do you think that that holistic side is viewed so, and and I'm going to use as almost an antithesis, weirdly mm-hmm. enough, it's kind of the Eastern Western medicine. They're all healing, yeah. but they're so pitted against each other so often.
1: Um, you know why? I, I think... <laughs> because humans live inside their stories and they believe that the stuff that they tell themselves in their head is true and it's so power those stories and all the things we think we know all Mm -hmm. that stuff is so powerful and so loud and it's really comfortable to be around others who are also living inside that same story and it mm-hmm. gets compounded to a degree that no one's listening anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm right. You're wrong. Yep. We have the answers. You don't. And the truth is, if you really take not even a 10,000 foot view, but maybe a 50,000 foot view of the world's cultures and religions they all boil down to the same values. Exactly. They really do. And if humans could just take a minute to see that we're all going through a human, simply just get back to being human. Mm -hmm. I think it would be, it would be a lovely opening for all of us on different sides of, of the opinion polls to have Mm -hmm. a conversation.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. And, Christian, non-christian, Hindu, Buddhist, Taoist, Sikh, whatever it is, we all need to breathe. I think that's so important. Just going back to human, like you said, it's so easy for us to get stuck in those stories of this is what I believe that's, I've never heard that before. It's a yes and, having that dialogue of yes yeah, and, exactly. instead of that no but.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and I... I I think we all, I mean, we all have so much more in common than we're willing to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. and, and it just, it creates a lot of heartache in our world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the, we, like you said, there's a momentum and there's a movement and yeah. we keep having these conversations and more and more people keep coming together mm-hmm. and standing for a more, for instance, generous, kind and loving world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We will eventually break open and get there
0: it is so true
1: and it has to be a collective effort Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. it
0: absolutely does and what an exciting time to do it now that the collective effort is so available for everyone yeah we've never been more connected in regard to a social media internet ability from one state to the other one country to the other communication
1: yeah it's
0: true Mm -hmm. true. let me ask you a personal question sure What emotions do you experience most often? I like to ask this question with everyone that comes on the podcast because I think it's so valuable. So Um, what emotions do you experience most often in your day to day?
1: Okay. I'm going to give you two sides of this coin.
0: (laughs) Good. (laughs) (laughs) Very good.
1: I'll start with the light side. There we go. On the light side, um, I often experience joy, Mm -hmm. excitement, Mm -hmm. Um, like motivated creativity mm-hmm. and curiosity. Those are like, wow. the, those are the big ones. Um, the dark side, um, anxiety, panic, and depression. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's, um, and, and that's, that's it, you know, like yep. sadness or Um, I have really little kids and, um, it often brings up a sense of, um, of ineffectiveness. (laughs) It's true. Yeah,
0: it's true.
1: And it's just a feeling,
0: Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. there is
1: no meaning unless I give it meaning.
0: I'm really trying to figure that one out. You hitting that topic is what I've been working on the last two weeks. So you're saying if I don't, if I feel it, it doesn't have to mean something, that blows my mind. As someone who's a feeler, when I feel something, it means everything. Well, you know, it's it's the end-all, be-all of truthness. And it's just maybe not. And that's kind of a weird thing to consider.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, it is simply a feeling. And what is a feeling? A feeling is a thought accompanied by a physiological response. So it's all driven by the brain and your hormones and your endocrine system and all this stuff. And that's really all it is. Mm. So take it down to what, what's so like, what is this at its base level? My heart rate rose. I have tears in my eyes. My face is feeling hot. And my thought is that I am depressed. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is
0: and that's all it is
1: And that's all it is nothing more nothing less it's just that
0: so transitioning from at least with my own journey yeah going from anxiety panic depression to finding i'm so grateful you use these words joy excitement motivational creativity and curiosity that is exactly what i started experiencing once i chose no longer to feel anxiety, panic, and depression, yeah, but making that transition took me years.
1: Yes, absolutely, it does. Because uh, our brain is very powerful, and our anxiety and our depression—that stuff shows up because there's something in us that, inside of our mind, that makes us think that we are safe mm-hmm. by being terrified or, yeah. being or being depressed. If I stay depressed, alone in my bed in my room in the dark, nothing is going to hurt me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's simply information for you. Like, I'm sad about something. There's Mm -hmm. an opportunity here, right? Mm -hmm. The other thing that I thought was interesting, I wanted to highlight is physiologically, Mm -hmm. anxiety uh, is the exact same in the body as excitement. And so one of the best tools, one of the big tools that people are starting to use now is If you start feeling anxious, if you start rising up in that panic state, turn around and trick yourself. It's another trick. Tell yourself you're excited. Jump up and down. Pretend you're a cheerleader. Do a cheer. Um, You know, scream and yell and throw your hands and and clap. Um, And you will find that you'll start to really shift from this thinking place of, oh my God, I'm freaking out to... Oh, wow, this is really exciting and really fun and really cool. Um, It takes some practice, but it works.
0: Wow. I've never, I didn't actually know anxiety and excitement were the same. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. On a positive, negative, and the emotion that's being, or the physical response being felt. You're exactly right.
1: Yeah. There's a bunch of research articles that came out in the last six months about this. So it's kind of like, especially around the public speaking world, which I do speak in public. Um, And, you know, it doesn't matter how, how great you are, people have anxiety getting up on stage.
0: (laughs) Butterflies.
1: That's why you'll see people who are about to get on stage, jump up, jumping up and down in the corner, (laughs) looking like a crazy person. They're trying to get over their anxiety.
0: I do murder mystery theater. My girlfriend and I, partner and I do murder mystery theater. And what I found was the first time I did it, it was just nerves for the simple fact of, am I going to forget my line?
1: Right, right.
0: And what I realized, as long as you put the preparation in, and then for the first, for the five minutes before you go up, deep breaths, you don't have to think about the lines. You don't think about it. Just deep breathing and getting that excitement flow state. Then all yeah. of a sudden you've done the work already. You know you're you're gonna have the lines. It's yeah. the worry that gets you. It's it's the anxiety and your it's the breath for me turned it into excitement.
1: Yeah, oh. cool. You've experienced this.
0: It's all making sense. <laughs> it's really cool. I, cool. I appreciate you walking those two things through. Absolutely. So. People are going through this. How do they get themselves? They're feeling a little bit down. They're feeling depressed. Maybe they're just feeling wonderful, but they want to continue being, becoming more advanced with this stuff. How do people connect with you and contact you so they can work with you?
1: Okay. So um, you can certainly connect with me on my website. Um, and that is evolvejourney.com. And you can go to evolvejourney.com forward slash contact. And that will take you to a contact page. You can just submit there. You can find me on Facebook under Evolve Journey Julie K. You can find me on LinkedIn under Julie Karotkin, J U L I E, K O R O T as in Tom, K I N as in Nancy. Uh, I'm also on Instagram as Evolve Journey Julie K. Uh, message me through Facebook. My email is julie at evolvejourney.com. And, uh, and if you are feeling down and you haven't ever experienced visualizations or you want a new one or a free one, um, you are welcome to go to my website and grab the free one. Um, it is on the evolvejourney.com forward slash freebies page. And the model is there. And there's like a, I think it's a seven minute, um, intentional guided visualization called my, I think it's called mindful meadow. Something to that effect. Good
0: name. Yeah. Meadow. Very cool. I think, you, I think you're going to help a lot. Of, I think you probably already have helped a lot of people based on everything we've gone through. And I'm really excited to see how you continue to continue helping people.
1: Well, thanks, Dan. I appreciate that. This was a super awesome conversation.
0: I appreciate um, that.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. Really. You're- very
0: welcome and again if you if anyone out there is kind of struggling they're down they're feeling the stuff of life reach out to julie she's wonderful and and i i think that there could be a lot of benefits and simply from understanding what excitement joy and curiosity feels like is one of the greatest gifts for a life i've i can ever explain convey speak
1: intention
0: to you trust me it's something that it's worth the work go through the healing find the people that are going to guide you and you will find results you will just gotta go for it you just gotta go for it go for it (laughs) it's the water slide you gotta go down jump off the cliff
1: do it do it
0: (laughs) (laughs) julie this really has been a pleasure i appreciate it and it's snowing in colorado for both of us i believe
1: Yes, it is. It's very cold out today.
0: It's very, it's very cold out. Very cold. (laughs) Thank you very much. This has been an absolute pleasure.
1: Thanks a lot, Dan. Appreciate it. You're very
0: welcome. And this is actually connecting. If you're interested in more about what we have to talk about with emotions, consciousness, and connecting, uh, subscribe and follow us. We've got a lot of cool stuff coming up, more good interviews and a lot of cool information that can help you with the day-to-day stuff. All right. Thank you very much, Julie. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks. You too. Like what you heard, give it a share. Want to talk about it? Comment or like below. Have a great rest of your day. This is the Actually Connecting Podcast.